This episode is proudly brought to you by Rocky Ridge. And I was hoping you were going to say something. What? Oh, really? Yeah, like a little back and forth. Back and forth. You know, Dr. Wheaties, IPA. People are definitely sick of Dr. Wheaties. God, why? Peach Invasion. Peach Invasion, yeah. I I haven't got a voice of the Peach Invasion, though, but for all accounts, it was fucking great. Uh, if you guys haven't seen, have a look at our the Beer Sucks Facebook page and Instagram page. We've got a competition at the moment that's running where you can win four cases of beer. Not only just standard beer, we've got two cases of the absolute fucking cracking Peach Invasion, which is a collaboration with Dayton Brewing Company, as well as Dr. Wheaties, and a case of the IPA. Like and share, and at the 1st of February, we'll be releasing the winners. So, get on it. And welcome back to another episode of Beer Sucks. I'm Brendan. I'm Adam, and sitting in front of me, looking at me as lustfully as ever. Yeah, Mr. Tim Gunslinger Hoskins. How are what you there, Tim? I'm good. I'm so fucking pumped to be back here. 2018. Come at me, fam. It's been a bit of a break. I just can't believe you said fam. We're, I, we're I in our 30s, man. I expect that from Tim, to be honest. Are we not fam? <laughs> are we not fam here? I'd, oh, uh, I think I only learnt what fam and lit was only recently. I think I need to consult Urban Dictionary on that. If that's still a thing. Guys, if you can't understand what fam is, I'm afraid there's no hope for you. It's three letters and then there's another three letters that follow that. Well, we're just too busy being lit and YOLO. Oh, and guess what the other word? It's illy. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm having like a... That's a thing. Wow. And our guest for today is the (laughs) awesome as ever, Pia from Now Brewing. Hey, Pia. Hi. Thanks Um, for coming on. Thanks for having me. This is uh, this is cool. I normally just listen to you guys in the car. Yeah, and that's not weird at all. And now I've locked no. you in my house. It's yeah. quite. <laughs> to be fair, though, you have also put out really good beers and a spread of food, so yeah. it feels nice. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In terms of traps being set, I'm going to fall for this every I was time. Say, Stockholm syndrome has uh, the plans been activated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tim thinks he's left this house. He hasn't. It's only yeah. mentally. <laughs> He's actually yeah, yeah. locked in the cupboard. Yeah. During the day, he just sits on the couch pretending he's talking to customers and yeah. you just leave him there. No, yeah. he's, ach- he's achieved that level of mental zen where he's just like portraying that image of himself out there, but technically he's locked away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm projecting myself onto the universe. Yeah. Bye You've achieved beard. samsara, Tim. That sounds like a skill I need to develop. Hey. To be honest. It's like pretty much the So you can just work from bed. Level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to adopt a strict pyjamas only policy. <laughs> that, oh, fuck, man. I Maybe that's just a day, the like one day of the year, rep pajama day. Yeah, <laughs> um, this I could would do be it. a real thing. <laughs> Let's do it. Like, it's, like, we get a charity on board, nobody's going to say fucking no. <laughs> that's a good point. Bam. I want to, I want to see that conversation. They're like, hi, reputable charitable organisation that does good in the world. We're a bunch of idiots that drink beer, and we want to do our job in our pajamas, and we'd like to give you money. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Um, I just found uh, one. And yeah. I feel like you could have sold it better. <laughs> it's the 21st of July. Awesome. I'm on board. PJ Day, 21st of July. Yeah. Uh, might have a slight problem. What if you don't wear PJs? 
Well, then you can or wear your, your no fronts. Yeah, you, wear your no fronts. You, <laughs> you need to wear them for charity. That's what I'm going to say. So you can go out and buy some. Like, this is my bedroom attire. And then I'm arrested. Yes, very quickly. I think if you don't normally have PJs, then everyone else gets to buy them for you. You get no say in what PJs you get to wear. Mm. Oh, in, in fact, in your so case... So I'm saying like pink flannel, <laughs> I'm saying bunnies. <laughs> oh, with the slippers the with the ears on them? Definitely. That's oh, it's mm. nobody. I think French bulldogs are quite popular in the pyjama world at the moment. I know this because I went pyjama shopping for Christmas. I was about to say, that's oddly really? specific. It is. <laughs> very specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like down to me. the breed. They weren't for me, they were for Emily and yeah. They're and very into those. Did so you buy that's, them? That's what you'll be wearing. I did buy them. And now everyone knows what pajamas your partner wears. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, baby. That's fine. Bonnie just wears shirts with curry stains on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. She doesn't listen to this anyway. <laughs> that's Love lucky. You. Not yet. <laughs> oh, Speaking God. of Christmas, how was the break? Didn't you guys get a break? Why don't we start with Pia? Start with me. Um, I did not get a break. That is the, the, the luxury of being solo on the road. Um, but that's fine. Most people were actually really planned and organised, so it was great. Um, it's going to sound super dorky, but I just got a chance to do work that doesn't involve being in front of customers, so I got a whole bunch of stuff done. And then I you know, went drinking with the family, and I was that person who brings their own beer because I don't want to drink the beer that the family has yep. provided. Don't worry, we're all those yeah. people as well. Yeah, You're in and the same company, fam. Yeah. And I was happy being that. And that was, yeah, like, yeah, that was good. So, yeah, yeah that was my Chrissy. And then I just went to Nowhere Man on New Year's Eve and got pretty drunk and had a bit of a dance and oh, wicked. ate an amazing hot dog. Perfect. Yep. An amazing Done. hot dog got riggedy wrecked. Yeah, yeah. That sounds yep. like a yeah. really, really good It was good. good it was good. Mm. You can tell, <clears throat> You can. Oh, I know anyway, I can tell the fact that I've hit, I've just hit that level of comfortness where I'm like, Someone's like, I had a fucking wicked hot dog and a couple of beers. And I'm like, that sounds like a fucking incredible night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think that's called getting old because yep. I also got excited by that. Yeah. Like, oh, know. it's getting yeah. awesome. I get excited yeah, by... It's getting, it awesome. getting yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I get excited by like a new pair of slacks or something. <laughs> well, I'm not quite there. I don't think I've ever bought them, slacks. Yeah, I think it's calling them slacks that might be outing you for age, not necessarily really? the enjoyment of <laughs> A delicious pair slacks. of pants. <laughs> where, where do you young kids buy your, your slacks? <laughs> yeah. You're just walking into General Pants, going asking to speak to General Pant. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so good. <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one for? Oh, I've been sitting in these pants for the amount of time we've been sitting here today. Can you yeah. stop not pluralising that? That's hurting my brain. <laughs> well, you have a pant leg and another pant leg. Together, yeah, they make pants. together. They make. Yeah, when two it, when are they ever separate? A it's a pair of pants. It's a pant. Yeah, yeah. One one. If you if you had one leg, sure if you could. Yeah, someone pants. walking down. Oh, was that, was that your foot? <laughs> oh. Let the record oh, show. I've got I no I was, idea. <laughs> I just got really frightened then because I thought I was playing footsies with Tim. Turned out it was just a shoe on its own. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite sad, really. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to get you. I like that there was no reaction from from your. Oh, I, I like. Yeah, I live with this. Yeah, you just you just let it play out. Quite, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Very yeah, used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, let's die. Let's get away from this whole yeah, well, pant, how was your Christmas? pants thing. Yeah. Uh, my Christmas was short lived. I slept through most of it. So retail <laughs> Christmas fucking ruined me. And then slept through Christmas and just got back only a couple of days ago from my Christmas break, which was oh. fantastic. Which was like January 10th. Yeah. Oh, man. It was incredible. Went glamping. 
out at Mile End glamping down in Margs. Oh, I've seen that on socials. It looks good. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> and then went straight up to Port Gregory where we were supposed to go fishing for like a week and it blew the absolute ass off that town. So I just sat there and read books and crushed beers. It was amazing. Isn't that fishing? <sighs> yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't fish, but I oh. like that side of fishing. Well, the, the actual catching part. of a yep. fish, I'm not, I'm not into. Oh, man. <laughs> like, the fishing up there is incredible when you can fish, yeah, but well. it was like 35 to 45k an hour winds the whole time. <laughs> a real fisherman <laughs> would have just been out there, man. Ah, nah. <laughs> nah, it swells like 1.7 metres. No yep. one's going out there. <laughs> How was your Christmas, Tim? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I had four yep. days off in a row. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that, Holy shit. That's like for the first time in, I don't know, 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was fucking great. And I actually, this year, like normally Christmas Day for my family is um, fucked because both my parents and Angie's parents are separated. So we've got to see like them and them and them and them and them. So do you start at like six in the morning and then get home at nine at night? Not even joking. Well, not, uh, yeah, yeah. Like we see uh, one year, right? We did... Oh, I don't know. I'll tell you as we go through the, the motions. We did her mum for breakfast. Um, we what time was that? We saw my... Oh, I don't know, 7.30, 8 o'clock. Okay. Uh, we saw my dad because I realised I said we, we did. Uh, dad was at 11 and I was only there for two hours. We then went to... So that takes us to one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we then saw her dad for, for an hour. Then went and saw her grandparents, which was also where grandma was at. That was another hour. And then we went to... My so mum's family at side. I don't, that, that's, I don't that's know. I think we're like seven. in another year now. Yeah. That, that's pretty much how long my Christmas day takes. So this year it was Boxing Day, Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, long lunches. It was fucking brilliant. That sounds oh, good. It's incredible. Just stuffing yourself so full of food that by the time you stop eating, you just pretty much sleep. Yeah. I have to drive every year. But so yeah, this year if I didn't you've got to drive, that sucks. Yeah. 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 This year, no drive. No drive. It was great. <laughs> wow. Brendo. I got um, quite frightened. <laughs> <laughs> My Christmas was fantastic. Um, it's because you cooked the whole we've fucking gone, time, didn't I you? Did, I did cook quite a bit, oh. but we've gone the other route. Instead of going, oh, we need to see all these people, I'm like, mm, fuck it. Just <laughs> host. Mum, come over. Yep. That's it. We're done. Um, so I did that, had mum and my brothers over, I saw did that on Boxing Day, but we just kept it very small, it's amazing, so instead of having to house hop, we stayed at the one place, got blind drunk, uh, I cooked Can starting we talk in the about morning, this? Yeah. yeah, so I cooked some dry prime ribs, crying. Um, smoked over <laughs> some cherry wood. <laughs> Is that a tear um, out of Lesky's eye? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I <laughs> if I was hydrated enough, I'd be crying right now. <laughs> um, and we also did a whole turkey that was smoked as well. And what? You smoked yeah, the whole and turkey? You smoked the whole turkey? Yeah, and I was injected with a whiskey. Oh, maple syrup. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> so it was quite ridiculous. And that shit's like that, $50 a bottle as well, right? The, the bourbon barrel-aged yeah. maple syrup. quite expensive. Yeah, the day before you'd sent that That whole bottle is now gone. Oh, my God. Whoa. Yeah, we were using it to make old fashions with. So <laughs> <laughs> old fashions with ma- bourbon barrel aged maple syrup. Yeah, it was quite fantastic. Um, not good, you know. Not I, the healthiest drink in the world. I'd pretty much go and see a doctor after having a night on that. <laughs> well, you don't have a night on them. You just have a couple. 
every night. <laughs> <laughs> well, over Christmas. I was going to say, um, fuck it, it's Christmas, man. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah so it was cool. I, I enjoyed it and I got some time off as well and feeling recharged, so it's sick. Mm. Oh, fantastic. Do you guys crack any wicked beers over Chrissy at all? Oh, uh, yep. Does anybody remember any no. of them? Uh, Rodenbach, yeah. Rodenbach yeah. Alexander always goes really good, oh. especially given the very barbecue intense lunch that we had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That acidic note, the red wine character, um, all the soundness just cut through all that foul notes. Fantastic, perfect pairing. So that was my memorable beer moment. Oh my goodness! Having said that, I had two different uh, versions of the character Rouge. Which was fucking amazing. And of course, one of my all time favourite sours. So good. The Bone Black Label version one. Mm. I keep finding little pockets of this around Perth and I can't. Understand? I can't understand. <laughs> and I'm not going to really? tell anyone else where there's a quite a large <laughs> deposit, but I'm loving the fact that they've still got some. Yeah, it's treasure hunting. You it better is. tell me where that is. Off nah. air. Thank yeah. you very much. Off, Off air. air. <laughs> Thank what about you, Pierre? Did you crack any bangers? Um. I definitely did. I just can't remember probably what they were because it's a balance of opening great beers versus drinking enough that your family are bearable. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're not listening, so I can say it. That's why uh, I slipped. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I definitely opened a f- couple of Berliner Weiss. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was the way And for some it. Gozers. Yeah, it was just. But then uh, my, like my niece and nephew were there, so I didn't want to be like, you know, drunk Aunt Pia trying to throw the kids in the pool and then one of them hits a wall and, you know, Christmas is over. Yeah. That's just so part, of, that's a valid part of the deal. Yeah. I don't know. I must have opened something because I got home at like at Christmas night, get home and I watched <laughs> Die Hard. I don't care what oh, time yes. it is. Speaking you have to watch Die Hard Speaking on Christmas. of which, I was going through my phone trying to find what photo like a beer, like a beer photos I'd had to f- remember what I had, and Pierre had put up a photo on Christmas Eve or Christmas night of Never Forget Nakatomi Plaza, twenty fifth. I was like, man, wow, good timing. I like that you saved yep. that to your phone. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> man, the fuck Hans that. Gruber. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Hans. Yeah. All right, so should we talk about some beer shit? Because it's been a while. Been a um, long, we've had some stuff. A long Fuck. time. How long's it been? Five weeks, apparently. Whoa. Yeah, really? so a, a little bit of a sabbatical. Yeah, um, a little bit. It was Will last time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I really think hope this mic is to, clean. We just need to recover from having Will here, to be honest. I had to oh. clean up. I, uh, I just cried tears of joy. <laughs> December 15 tears. was the Will episode. December 15. December yeah, 15, yeah. Weeks. Wow, it's five weeks. Jesus. God damn. Sorry, that wasn't on purpose, uh, but we're all in booze, so, you know, December's kind of fucked, and uh, and January is a good time for us to get some... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's get back code on for delightful. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so now we've recovered, and we're back into it, so we're back with some beer shit. Beer and shit. We're back with, quite possibly, <laughs> some... <laughs> beer shit. <laughs> uh, we're back with, quite possibly, a real hot talking point in the industry at the moment, which is $3.50 beers. So, for anybody that's not Perth-based, because I'm sure every fucking person in Perth has heard about this, uh, a, local bar, a local bar in Subiaco called The Village went out um, and promoted a $4 Cooper's Pale Pint as their beer of the month. House Pint. They didn't House mention what it was. Yeah, you had to you had to go there to figure out it was it was Cooper's oh, okay. and then someone posted it. So I was going, yeah. yeah, that's where I've heard it. Yeah. Um, and then a bar down the road. So the Vic has, has responded in kind and said, well, um, we're going to do a $3.50 pint 
which is a little bit crazy. Um, for those that, you know, again, don't live here, Subiaco is where the football stadium used to be, um, which has now moved. And I think a few people are a little bit worried about the trade in Subiaco at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Um, which has probably started this whole thing, but... It's been on the decline for quite uh, a while. It has. It? Uh, Subiaco hasn't moved with the times whatsoever. They've had sky-high rent. I remember reading an article about three or four years ago that you could rent a front shop in like one of the best locations in Paris for the same price as you could rent a, a, a shop in Subiaco. Yeah. It, it just got so far up its own ass. Well, it and really it, did, yeah. But they also had like really mad restrictions on that as well, didn't they? Like based from the council. So it was opening times and all that sort of thing as well. I don't know, Builder Dan. More yeah, so I'm, I'm than other councils, though. Yeah, I think they were really quite harsh. And like a lot of the a lot of the bars and whatnot also had issues with noise and all that sort of thing. Yeah, there would have been a lot of resident stuff, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'm yeah. speculating. <clears throat> yeah, but it's just a oh, shame. We do really well with speculation here, so <laughs> speculate away. <laughs> it's, oh, okay, it's cool. What this whole podcast is really, T- yeah. Um, but it's a shame they closed down the markets, you know, which essentially yep. killed off the heart of of Subi. Um, before it became a big wank fest and then started to decline. Uh, the park inspectors have been above vigilant, I think is a fair way of putting it. I mean, like and, what, $120 parking fines. Uh, I've yes. only had one in Subi and it wasn't that much. But, mm. you know, you see them out there on, on game day especially um, in just ridiculous numbers. I think they've done a lot, given the high price of parking and, and the limited parking and all the other trials. And the limited... Ability to get there, it was crap. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, so I think all of that's fed into um, concerns about trade, which is push this promotion forward. What it means, though, I think it's not a good sign for things in the industry. Um, Three dollar fifty pints. We've. It's just it's just going to cause big big arguments. Like we like over in Perth, uh, we have a very big um, uh, beer community that's online. Um, it doesn't really take a hell of a lot for people to to get up and, you know, get quite shitty and be opinion. really get quite vocal their, with their, their opinions. Beer box. Um, and seeing things that are going out at $3.50 a pint compared to other prices which people are paying elsewhere, which are fair, you know, it's just going to throw up quite a lot of shit considering these guys are, pr- technically, they're not actually going to be making any money on that beer at all. Yeah, I think there's definitely a lack of information, I think, in terms of like, like, Someone's paying for that along the along the line from from brewery to, to venue, um, but I think like I mean the the community on Facebook, they generally they have some idea that that's well below the price that that they'd normally be paying. I think it's when it hits like mass media when it's on like yeah. Seven News in Perth now, yeah. that's when you kind of get that bit of a disconnect between someone just seeing a price for something and then associating it with that type of that type of product. Like not all homes are. $350,000. There's yes. a reason yeah. for that. Cars and everything like that. But so I think that's kind of like general public is where we hit a bit of a a bit of a disconnect. And I, I feel for them, I do. Like Subi's, Subi's hard. It's had it really rough. Whether that's of its own making is, you know, obviously a point. Um, and January's hard as well. Like January's absolutely. super tough time yeah. of year. Fringe is about to kick in and I love Fringe. I absolutely love it. As consumers, um, we do. But it pulls everything out of the rest of the rest of the Everywhere. on-premise, yeah. yeah. So it can be really challenging if you're not in spitting distance of a fringe, um, a fringe show. It's a really tough month for you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Mm. And and you've raised a very valid point there. When once it removes itself from that Perth beer community, because in that Perth beer community, you've got 
a number of people who are who are punters, but also a number of people who work in the industry. And as soon as it gets on to the wider media, I think we first saw it back, if we think back to schooner prices, I think, what was that, two years ago? Oh, the pint schooner shit, debacle? Yeah, yeah, that shit blew the fuck up. And actually, you had camera crews in pubs filming, oh, is it a schooner? Is it a pint? And it's just like, man, like, Get the fuck out of here. And so you have those same people who have that same mentality. Back in my day, I used to pay $4 for a pint, so it's about time a, a venue started to kick that off again. Now, the vic, uh, the, the village, sorry. No, is it? The, the village, yeah. yeah there's well, the village. Both, and, yeah. And, and the vic. Yeah. The vic, yeah. sorry. Uh, they, um, they've gone on record to say that they're actually making zero money on their $3.50 pint. So, so same people who go, back in my day, well, yeah, back in your day, People also could make money, so. Well, that uh, but that's also the problem with that same point. Um, the way that certain media outlets have portrayed it, you know, back to the good old days of yeah these yep. cheap pints, um, without knowing knowing the industry or, or what that means. Now, the Vic also has some super cheap food specials, which you know look amazing as a punter. Five dollar steak on a day a week. Essentially, you can go and get a pint and a steak for eight dollars fifty. There's no and money. Get on there. your penny farthing there's and no pr- yeah. <laughs> There's no. There's obviously no profit there. No, to be made. but yeah, so. it's across the board. Like I think they're doing <coughs> espresso martinis at eight bucks, eight bucks or something. Yeah. But it's um, well, that's that's something again. The village started doing, so they hit back and they're yeah. like, "All right, fuck it, we're mm. we're going to do this as well or cheaper." Yeah. So well, look, ultimately the best. It it's just incredible marketing for them because it's just getting eyes looking back at them. Mm. And, you know, if people are talking about them, it's going to raise interest and get people potentially coming back into that area and falling in love with it. The venues you know? have taken it really well. In terms of banter between two venues... It's been great. It's been really good fun. It reminds me, like, there was a... I can't remember which brewery it was, but it was um, when um, uh, Canadian Club first started their premix campaign of Cooper's. over beer. Yeah, yeah, and you had those competing billboards next to each other. Over yeah. beer, well, you're not drinking the right one or I can't remember yeah. what it was. And that's, it was that's fun. Yes. That's great. And it happened organically. Um, yeah. So that's, I think that's a positive that, and it's a bit of fun. Absolutely, that's a positive. See that they've handled it. You know, they're, they're not being dicks. You know, it's a bit of bants and, and friendly competition, which is fantastic. Yeah. I guess the, the problem is on the, on the marketing front, uh, are you attracting the right customers? You know, are you attracting... People who go, oh, that's sick. I might want a $3.50 pint and mm. a, a meal special tonight. I'm going to go there and get good service and good food and remember that and go back there another night and pay more reasonable prices for other stuff where the venue can make some money. Or are you just going to attract the crowd that solely hunt out beer and food specials yeah. where they make nothing? Um, that's a good point. Like if you, if, you, if you nail customer service and give them an amazing experience, then maybe it pays for itself in that they – think to come back to Subiaco and they go to they go to those venues so maybe it's a right we've got their foot in the door yeah then let's let's give them an amazing experience and make them want to come back here regardless and it's not price that's driving it it's a combination of things yes yeah, the experience yeah. that i've received when i've gone to get this cheap yeah booze mm. I, uh, the problems you know for those of us that work in craft obviously um especially in australia with our unbelievably high excise and, and tax rates and everything else that goes with it that ends up making our craft beer cost more than some other countries it's hard you know to get newer people in when they're seeing pints for three dollars fifty and four dollars yeah and we're like look there's no way we can do that that's 
you know, now, if craft, local craft breweries charge that, they'll be gone within a year. Now, w- in terms of this, where does liquor licensing come in to play? Because I remember Mash Brewery, it was a few years ago on Australia Day, they were advertising $5 pints yeah, and they I got shut that. down. So licensing came in and said, uh, uh, you're not doing that. That's promoting uh, unsafe drinking or responsible service of alcohol. Mm. You are not fucking doing that at all. So now it goes to 350 for these full strength prices. What the fuck? What are they trying to do? Like, are they saying, oh, well, Subi needs it? No, there, there's a difference. And for anybody else who knows, sorry for me to butt in. But I saw a really good thread. Somebody from RGL was replying to comments online. Um, a very centralised bartenders thread. Yep. Um, so shout out to WA bartenders. Um, and somebody replied. So basically the reason why it's okay, I think, you know, there's definitely some ambiguity there. So it's um, not saying that it's just one day come and come and guzzle? No, well, the, well that, that's the problem. They're not advertising it in a way that would make somebody inclined to drink faster or more than yeah, what they right. normally would. Yep. So that's why we, if it was a happy uh, hour yeah, where they were like yep. $3 pints, you're, in, you know, that makes you want to get in there and same as many pints as you can. You buy eight in pints that hour, yeah, that hour. Yep. but yep. because they're like, this is all day, every day, you, yep. you're not encouraged to drink any faster. If you want to buy four pints, now maybe you'll make the decision to go out because you're like, oh, I can afford this, but that's not what they're worried about. It's, it's kind of the rate and consumption, and if they're, you know, the venue's encouraging you to yeah, get smashed. Say the encouragement to drink faster within a certain period of time. Now, whether those cheap pints mm. encourage you to drink more than you would have otherwise is up for debate. I think that's where the ambiguity is, but yeah, as far as I know, they're not they're not following it up. And you can't prove that either. Like that'd be a Absolutely. super hard thing to yeah. police or or prove. Like, would you, you know, excuse me, sir, would you have had? More pints or less pints yeah. if the price was eight dollars. Like, yeah. <laughs> and old mate sitting there is like, "What are you implying? Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Get out of my way! I'm trying yeah. to get to the bar for a pint. Like, what else am I supposed to do? Yeah. I just come down here, and have a couple of schooners. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see numbers. I'd like from a from a, you know, from a venue manager point yeah. of view. I'd love to see numbers. I'd be just just curious. Yeah. You know, what how many how many more feet did you get through the door? What was the spend per head like? That's it's what really I'd interesting. Be, yeah, that's what I'd really be keen to see. I saw a photo of uh, a keg delivery rocking up that looked really insane. That looked epic. Um, yeah, just a truck full of kegs, basically, for the one venue. Yeah, like the kegs you'd sell in a month. You're like, damn yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe they're doing something right, yeah. actually. <laughs> they're doing um, something you, you right can, by the brewery. Yeah, just you can take that back to your boss yeah. before I take that back to mine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I guess we've all got concerns about how that plays out in the public. But um, you know, yeah. a, as you said, there's good bands there, and I really hope it works out for them because I really enjoy Subi, and there's some fantastic venues in yeah. Subi. So mm. promote more fun like that, fun between venues. Yeah, man, that, that's been my, my best takeaway from it. Pre- yeah, I yeah, was say industry getting together. There's not a great deal to take away from it as far as the public looks into it. I, I think they've done. They've been really. Um, really active in trying to promote it, but it's not it's not <laughs> not an ongoing thing to say, hey, look, we can offer three dollar fifty points. Well, yeah, it can't be ongoing, surely. Yeah, and maybe they'll prove us wrong somehow, but I really fucking doubt it. Yeah, and but maybe it's so ridiculous that that when the price goes back to normal, it won't be such a a shock because that's the hard thing when you drop a price on something. Yes. When people get used to that, like you look at Corona, like ten years ago, if you pay, yeah, you would pay sixty dollars for a carton of Corona. Yeah. Maybe fifty five for some promo. Today, if you pay more than forty five dollars, you're a bit of a numpty. Yeah. If you keep yeah. driving that price down, so maybe but maybe this price is so ridiculous 
the people that, understand. that it'll just bounce back and people go, cool, oh, look, well, that was a bit of fun. You know, that also, was. We're also in the same age where VB slabs are being sold at 62 you know, yeah, at standard retail price. <laughs> you know, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, guys. Um, let's digress just a little bit from that and open up something just a little bit dumb here for people. Hopefully, you guys will be able to not mind that I've opened a bottle of Marshall Zukov. So a I love your hot brewing. weather beers. Like, yeah, yeah, we we don't really stick to the seasonal beers. Oh no, I love it. No, yeah. we've been we've been infiltrated by this beautiful man to my right here, who just <laughs> drinks wintry beers on the hottest of fucking days. I, I have been on a bit of a sour jam lately, but this is making me really happy. Oh yeah, dude. How could it not? <laughs> so, apologies for the break in the uh, the beer shit today, but moving on from there. So, uh, we've also just come we've also just come to see that InBev and Molson Coors have just uh, released a press release saying that they're upping. Well, what was it? They're upping their. Um, so they're they're increasing their prices. Um, our our inflation CPI increase is coming on on February fifth. So ABI and Molson Coors have um, announced that they're going to be increasing their prices. Now that, again, this comes back to largely a talking point based around the perception of, of how people perceive our industry. Um, the headline takeaways in the media outlets are kind of that ABI and Molson Coors are increasing their prices above what the CPI increase is. Uh, if you read that as just a headline, that can sound like they're just kind of trying to increase their profits money grabbing money grabbing um capitalizing and and it sounds really shitty it's pretty much just clickbait potentially well absolutely and that's the thing that people don't know so in australia we face a cpi increase every twice Twice. a year twice a year without fail it's coming every every time so it's february and is it august or september i believe it's october no october wow august i mean yeah, I was okay. going to. I, was, yeah. I thought, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Looks quite happy with himself right Sorry. now. Sorry. Did a little He Man <laughs> pose for a second. I have the power. And so this is this is one of the things that uh, general kind of consumers don't realise. If a brewery's not increasing their price twice a year, they're essentially making less less profit on their product because they're having to pay a higher excise um, on their beer, which, as most people know that would listen to this podcast, is a significant cost. Um, in the production of a beer, you know, oh, exactly. up to you know fifty percent and above um, for some beers. So it's just a shame that media outlets would 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 take this information and try and portray it as a bad thing. Mm. Um, so initially, CPI, well, the the increase was supposed to be three percent inflation for this year, where Molson Coors have gone at three point two, and um, ABI ABI, at 3.9. ABI are up to three point nine. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, look, it is it is you know quite the the scare tactic out there, but yeah, I'm not sure if there's anything to to really jump at just yet. Uh, no, there's nothing. I guess that's the takeaway from our article. Yeah. Just just don't read bullshit headlines. Well, if you do read, especially around beer pricing in Perth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like making a big deal about having to do your tax return every year. Yeah. Like <laughs> millions of Australians would need to submit all of their wages and figures to the ATO this year. Like, well, yeah, we have to do that every yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's so not really a headline. There's old Tommy Tin Hat living out in a shack somewhere out in grey, like, <laughs> nobody fucking knows where I live. I'm yeah, not doing yeah. shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> what? I want to meet him. He sounds fun. Yeah, tin hat crazies man. I'm not lodging anything. The government doesn't know where I am. I'm off the grid. <laughs> I you are definitely off the grid in Grey. <clears throat> and I love that place, by the way. Oh, Grey's amazing. Yeah, really. Yeah. I actually got banned from Grey for two years once. What? Yeah. How? Is that I a story you care to share? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, uh, Can't leave the audience hanging. Wait, bullet please. points? Bullet points. Bullet points. Set a car on fire. What? Banned for two years. Um, That's a pretty short list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe makes it sound worse. Where than and what, what is grey? Uh, we got banned by one of the uh, one of the leaders in the town. Apparently, his name was Dangles <laughs> because he was the town nudist. <laughs> it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's a shanty town essentially. It's like Wedge. But so, where is oh so no, it was no. Sorry, Wedge. It, well, it's up near Wedge. Yeah, no, so Wedge. Wedge and grey. They're very close to each sorry, other. Sorry, yeah, I was banned from Wedge. People created little beach shacks <laughs> back in the day. Government wanted to bulldoze them down. People right. complained. I think uh, now they kind of legally have, or semi-legally, I don't actually or know. Or just turn a blind eye. You well, know yeah, what? well, they're not bulldozing them down. So yeah, no, yeah. they actually built a road pretty Into. much directly up to it. Yeah. Yeah. So the car fire, accidental or deliberate? I don't, I feel like we all know the answer to that question. Yeah, yeah. It's, we, look, let's just, let's just say it's boys being boys. <laughs> but it, it was their own car. Yeah, it was our own car. Um, Bush Basher. Yeah, we tried to make it a convertible with an axe and it didn't work. <laughs> so we're like, fuck it, burn it. Fuck it. Uh, See, and people are worried about their kids playing with iPads too much. At least I don't set a car yeah. on fire. Like, let's get a little perspective here. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It's not often we actually look back on some of your shit and you're like, yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say I wasn't the one that lit it. I didn't pour any petrol on it. I just I enjoyed was, it. I was an accomplice. Leslie didn't start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was always burning. It was, was it someone else. <laughs> was it all of you who got banned, or was it just specifically you? They're like, I don't like the cut of your jib, sir. Uh, what was really funny about it was when oh, uh, wow. the guy came up to us to ban us. Uh, a friend of mine had a shirt on that said "innocent." <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you get a piece of paper that uh, says no. you're banned, or like no, how is he's the like, ban "You're fucking banned. You. Oh. Give me all your booze." I want to fucking see you here again, otherwise it's going to be shit. I love I that like he took th- your yeah, booze. Yeah, that's awesome. Did you yeah. give him your booze? <laughs> it just oh, fits yeah. the narrative we had so to, well. Yeah, we, pa- we had to pay him money. What? We had to pay him, yeah, we had to pay him $200 because he had to tow the burnt wreck to their little tip. Oh, it's, wait, it's and a if he's a nudist, community. was he nude no, no. at the time of all of this? Uh, oh, no, that would have that that been part. hilarious because <laughs> as you would like, just to see him like get like battle ready and his balls like shrivel up into his body like a kangaroo, that would have been incredibly funny. <laughs> I didn't know that's what kangaroos do when they get battle ready. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. let's fun yeah. facts battle about ready. Yeah, so kangaroos, yeah. kangaroos like obviously have, they got some real dangles, but they sit back on their, on their tail and kick. And yeah, they try and I knew kick that. In the groin region, so they, they ingest their balls. So yeah, that way they're not dangles. actually kicking them off. See, this is, where I, this is when podcasts make me sad because all that story was much more enhanced by all the, all the gestures. Yes, as, uh, as Lesky told I that gave, story. I gave us a proper there Ash was, Huntington. They, like, they, they were gestures. big. Like, they were, they were yeah. big. They were good. Yeah, uh, we've derailed slightly. Is uh, that okay? No, no, that's fine. Okay, but back <laughs> back on the beer shit. Uh, Green Flash have pulled out of um, thirty-two states in the US, which is which is huge. Um, now, whether whether this is the right or wrong decision or why they're doing it, I think it marks a pretty significant, you know, milestone. Yeah, if you would um, call it that. Yeah, well, a potentially sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah a yeah. can just be anything. Okay. Yeah, but, but you don't no, hit pr- 
parole's yeah. not a milestone. You just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Te- technically it is. You're like I'm fucking free. I'm on parole, baby. You're not, you're not free. You have to. Well, I mean pre yeah. pre approval. Pre approval of parole. <laughs> so you're just sitting there like in three weeks. I'm going to get some KFC. <laughs> That's well, not what I would have been thinking. Depends of, on what, okay. what jail you're in. I guess if you're in a county jail in the US, <laughs> they're probably <laughs> sponsored by by the colonel himself. So green flash. Sorry, that yeah, was my dude. fault. No, <laughs> Thanks, green. Bauer. So they're put, they're pulling out of 32 states, um, and also unfortunately um, having a 15 percent reduction of its workforce, mm. which is not something any of us you know ever want to hear. No, um, like in the grand scheme of things, though, like the company does sound very large, but 15 percent is actually. You don't want to make it try and sound better than what it is, but they have lost 33 people out of that. So oh, that 33 is the 15%? Yeah, is the 15%. Across the workforce all cut. category? Oh, not category, all sorry. All categories, that's yeah. yeah. So across sale, all sales, production, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the whole kit and caboodle. Um, it, is, it is a bit of a, a bit of a warning, you know? Like these guys, uh, they've been around now for quite some time and, you know, started really hitting their straps and making some incredible beers and hitting the ground running. But it might also be just a bit of a warning about sort of uh, running before you can walk, I guess. Um, I mean, you do see a lot of people out there increasing production and just like, you know, demand's high, demand's high, demand's high. And then also in the US now, there's what, there was like an extra 6,000 breweries popping well, up. Well, not an extra 6,000, but they have 6,000. Six. Oh, they have, oh, sorry. No, they have 6,000 <laughs> breweries that, now. They do it too, yeah. They, they need to compete with. Yeah. And that's, that's a pretty fucking tough market. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. look at what we've got here at the moment where people are just after new, new, new. If you're just trying to, you know, breweries need to live off their core range as well. Yeah, and, and look, I think they've hinted to something that um, us in WA have definitely been big proponents of. They, You know, because Green Flash had two breweries um, and they said they did very well in those geographical regions around their breweries, um, which I think plays into that whole drink fresh, drink local mantra that we, we all like to adopt. Yeah. Um, but... You know, the territory in other states was on a pretty steady decline. Um, so, you know, wh- whether that's they weren't putting enough time and effort into those other states or those other states were just getting fucking awesome other breweries popping up. They're going, well, we don't need to drink this stuff because old mate down the road's got... I mean, given, given that they're San Diego based, you would expect that that may not be 100% of the case. But yeah. I mean, I was just reading the article then. It looks like an 18%... Um, reduction in volume. So yep. even though it's a fifteen percent reduction in in workers, it's an eighteen percent reduction in volume. Which for them to drop out of thirty-two states, um, oh, it just seems like a no-brainer to uh, centralize and yeah, target, target better. I was just doing the numbers then, like <clears throat> you know, you've got what half a billion people in in the US. 6,000 breweries, that's 83,000 heads per brewery, per craft brewery. You know, we've got uh, 450-ish, ish. Um, you know, 26 million people, that's 57 million people, uh, 57,000 people. So, you know, we've got a, we've got a few, extra, few extra to squeeze in there. It's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's yeah. an interesting, uh, you know, we talk about drink fresh, drink local and... It, it's almost a, a double-edged sword or, you know, when you've got, okay, well, we're telling people drink local, drink local, drink local. So they're going to 
hopefully, well, I guess that's the aim. They're going to drink local. So this hyper local thing I've I've read a lot in the in the US is happening where, you know, maybe ten years ago local meant on the east coast or the west coast. Yes. And then as the years have gone on, that's just shrunk and shrunk and shrunk. And now unless you're in the state and even maybe it's smaller than that, then you know, you might be a rep going in going, Hey, I want to talk to you on from this brewery and they're like, Oh, where you from? Oh, I might you know, there might be one state over and that's not local enough. So it's an interesting idea and I see it in myself. I don't buy a lot of interstate IPAs or pale ales anymore. I buy some, yeah. but all the hoppy beers I buy, well, most of them are from, from WA. So what does that say for East Coast breweries coming over and sort of vice versa? How do you, how do you reconcile that, that message of drink fresh, drink local yeah. and then go five hours east yeah. by plane? Mm. It's a hard one. It is a hard one. And, you know, we, we're looking at uh, 45 and growing. In a, in a population of 2.1 million people. So we fall even further below that threshold of, you know, the, the national average of 57,000 per brewery. You know, we're sitting at 46,000 mm. people. So, you know, we're well below that average of breweries per capita in, in WA, which is you know, the largest state. So it is an interesting point, but I think it's probably going to go down to the point where I'd like to see WA or Perth move to that same point if you go to... New Zealand, uh, go to Wellington. They don't call craft beer craft beer. It's just called beer. So beer. I'd rather see push out that volume that is currently being occupied um, by those those larger, you know, four breweries. Let's try and see that occupied by some much more local producers as well as interstate producers on a more positive level, um, possibly on a more stable product. And, and again, that gets back to create distribution, et cetera, et cetera, which is something that we're majorly pushing here mm. Mm. um but you know I, I would like to see perth sort of be the frontier for that for that movement i know melbourne's got huge density of breweries just for their for their regional area mm. but if wa can promote that just for our sparse capacity i think we're doing a really good job of it <coughs> losing my voice <laughs> that's how passionate <laughs> i am about it that's well that's it how like what you talked in craft beer versus good beer versus big beer all these things they're not there's overlap and there's there's not conditions but there's there's other things to to take in i think the more the more time i spend in this industry the more i realize there's it's just not black and white there's there's not much in it that's Mm. cut and dry like this is always the case here and this is always the case the case here so like i i'm i'm all for it just being beer like a beer i like and a beer i enjoy and you know, get rid of all the all the craft stuff, but arguably you need something for people, the general consumer, to grab onto who aren't us and get into it as deep as we do. Yeah, they need something like free range eggs. Like they like cool, it's free range. Now there are varying levels of free range and and what that means, but at least there's a starting point to send people down the path that they want to go down. So would you say potentially the starting point would be the independence brand and seal? I think craft is the – I still think craft is relevant as a term in terms of shortcutting, you know, that for the general consumer. Um, independent does matter, but I think people I, – I wouldn't want people to not try a beer because of ownership. Like, yeah. it, like, I think that would be really sad. Like, if someone went, oh, you know, pirate life, oh, I hear their own – I don't want to try that pale ale. Like, that would be – that would be a shame. Or hop hog or anything, all of those beers that have – become somewhat iconic if someone was just go nah i've heard this independent argument i'm on board i don't want to try it that to me would be a bit of a shame like for me independence matters but it's not the only thing that matters 
Mate. It's quality's forefront. Absolutely. And nor should it be the only thing that matters, but to you know, kind of come back to your free-range egg uh, metaphor, which I quite liked. Um, I think the branding is quite important because being you know, independent can have a value to people. Definitely. Um, now, whether it does or not, it doesn't really matter. But I don't want to go, oh, I'm happy to support an indie brewer, so I'll, I'll pay a bit more because I know they don't have the volume and the capacity and everything else mm-hmm. that allows breweries to make beer really cheap. Um, you know, if that branding's not there, I don't want to pay free-range egg prices for caged eggs, even if they <laughs> taste just as good. Um, yep. You know, there's so I think there's it's such a complex argument. There's no answer to it. No, so no. A moral and we could be here until tomorrow yeah. doing this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Which yep. you know, it's it's the beer that you want to drink is going to be the beer that you're going to buy. And that's, that's always the best beer. Yeah, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise <laughs> no. as well. If you're drinking yeah. and enjoying it and someone tells you you're wrong, they're, they're a being a douche. Yeah. 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 So I was a little bit more aggressive than you were on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's true, it's true. So, and, and people definitely shouldn't shit on people for their, for their choice of beers, which is something that happens in our circles a little bit. Um, and I saw some good, good terminology pop up that I had, hadn't heard of, and it's to not be a craft hole. Somebody oh. posted that online. I was like, that's so <laughs> stupid, but I really like it because yep. it's true. Just um, A craft hole. Yeah. It's like, don't be a Instead craft be asshole. Hole. Yeah, I know. I just usually, <laughs> I just use the term neck beard. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's fair. Yeah. But you can be I'm allowed, I'm allowed to say that because I can only grow a neck beard. So <laughs> you, you could be talking grew. about someone who plays Dungeons and Dragons. No. No. Why do you have to add facts to this shit? Uh, <laughs> you're, one, you're quite defiant there. I was like, oh, <laughs> he, must, he must have some good retort to that. But retort? No. no. I played Dungeons and Dragons. One point that I found pretty interesting in this is that they're actually going to no longer be filling in large format bottles. As of wow. 2018. Ah. They actually had a, quite a few issues with some of their larger formats. Um, so um, the silver, I think there was an issue with silver stout back in the day, potentially. Uh, there was a couple of insect, like infection issues, like with their, I can't remember the name of the, the, name of the actual um, the series they put out, but they did do a lot of larger format bottles. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they were really, really good. Really quite expensive, but they also did have a lot of issues. Whether mm. or not that potentially could be the issue, it's like it's well, could be too much do doing this. I don't know. Does a really talk- shitty packaging line for their yeah. big format. Yeah, yeah. Does it talk about um, um, imports, exports? Sorry, like is no, it because I, I think. Uh, sorry to cut off. I think no. as far as we concerned, it was all coming across grey. Oh anyway, yeah, so yeah. Yep. They they had no um, they don't official distribution <laughs> into Australia. Not yeah, into Australia, no. They come over once or twice a year, and that's about it. And they're yeah. pretty they're pretty avid about there. They're pretty open about the fact that they don't like that happening. Yeah. Um, they've looked into. They actually did look into distribution over here, and I believe that they were very very close to having distribution over here. And at the v- like, you know, the eleventh hour, it sort of just fell through and they didn't feel confident enough that it was going to be represented and, and distributed properly. So they Probably similar sort of argument to Stone, except Stone was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, nah, we'll just ignore all the other stuff. That we, that we <laughs> all of our short codes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that we so vehemently stuck yeah. by. No, no, 90 days, man, 90 days. <laughs> but for Australia, Three 365. Yeah, yeah. So they don't, go, like, they don't go to the UK or into Europe? Green flash. Do we know? Yeah. From what I, I from what I've seen, they don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
which you know it's pretty tough because I don't know if any of you guys have actually had uh, quite a few green flash beers, but beers like their their double stout. I mean that was Ray and Vert. That Ray was and the Vert, beer. Yeah. Oh, Ray and Vert. Yeah. Oh, that was just ridiculous. Even their palate record was just like get that shit in <laughs> my palate record mouth. was awesome. Yeah. And that shit is like. I remember first having it and I was just like, holy fuck. It was almost like having Ruination for the first time. Almost like that. And then like, it was oxidizer shit, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I remember, I remember actually meeting you the very first time after a beer tasting and you were standing at the front of this set establishment drinking a Ruination from the bottle. <laughs> just saying, man, this thing is the shit. And I'm like, what? the fuck is that? I had that and had a sip and was like, I can't drink that. This is horseshit. <laughs> and there you are like necking it from the bottle. It was so good. That was the first time I'd had like a proper double IPA. So it's probably going back like what, eight years ago? Yeah. Maybe, maybe a bit Pre- longer. Pretty Touch. much. Pretty much, Tim. I didn't like your Tim impression there. There wasn't enough. Hey, bros. Oh, no. I'd, well, yeah, it, it like, bordered hey on your man, Brendan impression. Fuck, yeah. bros. <laughs> I'm like a fucking ruination, bro. It's fucking suck, Charlie and and Trent from Punchy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you went a little meth head, I think, yeah, towards yeah. the end of that last uh, that last yeah, impression. Yeah, my eye went like all fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Tim. Uh, hey, look, I'm down with that. That's pretty apt. Uh, on this, I feel like I'm quite reserved. Yeah. On, on this, you are because you're bound by wires. Because you're plugged Tim. in, yeah. Because you're plugged in. You're tuned in. You're yeah, plugged. you're you all matrixed up. And you should see my unplugged show. You know that acoustic shit goes off. That was meant to be a joke. <laughs> yeah, nobody. <laughs> Come nobody on, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, anyway, yeah. uh, are we done with beer shit? We are. We are. So we'd like to talk to you for a little bit, Pia. <laughs> Let's I'm all turn our chairs. Everyone just turned to and look at me. Stared really yeah, creepily. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just figure that's just Lesky's resting resting face. But Tim, it looks like Tim works at it. Uh, What? He definitely does. What's my resting face? Creepy. Yeah, that's fair. Come on. I mean that in a lovely way. I mean that in a lovely way. To be honest, I have. Oh my god! Please keep selling my beers. (laughs) 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 Man, I really should be used to this now. (laughs) But every little time, it just chips a little bit in my soul. So speaking of selling beer, um, are you able to tell us a little bit of what got you into the business of sales and marketing for Nail Brewing? Before we do that, I just wanted to note that this is a milestone for us. Piers, our first female on the show. Which is cool. As somebody who we've all known for quite a while. Because it should have happened a lot earlier, but... We're pretty. You guys are only five episodes in. Yeah, yeah, we're we're not too deep. (laughs) If it's been five years, then I'd definitely be scolding you. (laughs) (laughs) However, to sidetrack my own question, Mm -hmm. just briefly, Mm -hmm. um, the the pause, the short pause in getting you on, has also allowed us to have you on as uh, WA's first female Cicerone. Yes, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, baby. Trying to zoom in on that, but I couldn't. Um, you in, did you enjoy your experience? I, I, yeah, I did. It was um, there, there was a, there was a double-sided element to it of studying for Cicerone, where you're going, oh, I'm learning so much about beer, like this is amazing, and all these like nothing, nothing in beer is that way, just because you can track it back to you know whether it's history or taxes or who invaded who or whatever it may be, and I think that's awesome. At the end of the day, though, I was kind of a little bit disturbed at how much I didn't know about an industry I've been in for. Almost my entire adult life. <laughs> yeah. So it was enlightening and upsetting. 
Yeah. Well, look, yeah. <laughs> Couple that with the fact that you've got an exam date locked in, looming. That's quite frightening. When you look back and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Why? Why haven't I heard of this shit before? And then you're like, ah, it's another day down until the exam. And I was dumb enough to put it all on social media. So anyone who no, follows me. Smart. No, it's great. Was then, oh, so like, how's your study going? I'm like, oh, well, I'm doing it because now I'm completely committed yeah. to doing it you because, s- yeah. You create a social yeah. contract where oh, you can't yeah. back out. There was exactly. a, a dense accountability there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I ask um, you all the time about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's people yeah. who have asked me, I'm like, I can't even remember where I've met you, but I'm like, I'm really glad that you're taking a vested interest. It's lovely. <laughs> and that genuinely is actually the number of people that checked in with me whether it was at a beer event or even just like a quick uh, DM on Insta, was, was really, really nice. It was really lovely. It reminds you why you're in this industry. Like the beer is great, don't get me wrong, but the people are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The people are, is what makes it. Yeah. Um, and just a little background, for, again, for our listeners who mm-hmm. don't know, you run the Girl Plus Beer blog. Correct. Which I think is how so many people know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and why you have strangers coming up to you and going, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... I'm comfortable, with, I'm comfortable with that. Yes, yeah, so I started that in April 2012. Um, wow. Oddly enough, when I'd gotten out of the industry, so I was I was managing, I was helping to manage a caravan park down in Bustleton. Um, and I sort of missed that interaction Hospital gives you of talking to people, like, you know, recommending beers and having that sort of general, general chat. Um, I didn't miss, you know, cutting people off and having people throw up outside my venue, but I did miss the banter. Um, so it was suggested to me like, oh, maybe start a blog. I'm like, sure, I guess people might want to read that. I mean, there's funny cats with laser pointer videos. Like, they're really funny. Um, but I started it anyway and, um, yeah, and it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> Which is cool. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm, I'm, it's great. I'm stunned. Like, it's funny shit on the internet. You can get Netflix and all sorts. Yeah. All <laughs> this are, other what stuff. What are you people that doing? More yeah. Entertaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, There's so professionals. I feel like I don't and shh, we don't want to tell people that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Netflix is, um, is what happens when you go to the dentist. Don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. We want to keep our listeners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think. <laughs> If they're listening to us, they fucking are well and truly aware of Netflix. <laughs> yeah. They understand podcast mediums. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> uh, wow. So you're coming up to your sixth anniversary. Six full years. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever think when you first started it that that's where you'd be ending up? Did you have a long-term goal for it? No. To be honest, I thought I'd just kind of do it for a little while and then I'd probably get a bit bored and forget it a few times and then it would just sort of fall by the wayside. But um, it's just continued to to grow, which is is great. And with social media gaining more more traction, Um, it's given you other avenues. And I'm really loving using the Instagram stories. I think that's another great avenue that's come up. Um, to to educate and to to engage with people as well, um, yeah. So yeah, I didn't imagine it would go this way, but I'm really really happy that it did. There's a bunch of people I've met I wouldn't have met otherwise. So I think you should be really proud because I saw you rated um, in the I think it was the top five on the beer cartel uh, survey they do on yeah. all the beer stuff, and you're in the top five places where people go to seek their beer like, that's media or news. Huge. Yeah, that was you I think that was better than I do. That was the year before last. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I I think I dropped a bit in uh, in uh, last year's but well, yeah. I'm a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no, like it, it's it, it no, it's really good. And I do a bit that's of stuff epic, for Crafty though. Pine as well. Yeah. And yeah, a, a national thing as well. Like yeah. beer cartel is national, so to even sort of rank a mention, I'm like, 
that's that's pretty cool. Especially as being a fairly WA focused. Exactly. Yeah, I, I thought it was huge when I saw that. I, I got excited for you. So Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <clears throat> I saved a screenshot of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, oh. got, you got to send your parents something to justify all yeah. the checking. <laughs> and just print on that screenshot and just attach it to you. Like, the yeah, I can make it my LinkedIn it's profile those, maybe. Yeah, yeah, those mornings where you wake up and you're really super hungover and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should actually just get out of bed today. What am I going to do? You just look at that <laughs> shit and you're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Top five, <I'm> baby. <laughs> Top five. I'd probably have it printed and framed on my wall so I wouldn't have to look at my phone. I'd just see it. Yeah. <laughs> I could put it on a t-shirt maybe or put it on yeah, a cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think capes need to come back. Just I've been talking about cards. this for quite a long time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please don't get him started. Really? The, oh, my God. Cape? I'm on the same train of thought as Lesky. How frightening <laughs> is that? You know what? I'm going to embrace it. Let's do nah, it. Don't yeah, get yeah, on yeah. the Lesk train. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's not a train you want to fucking Seriously, man. <laughs> fucking capes, man. Bring a cape back. I'm keen. Look, I just realised I was really quiet for a long time and then Piers mentioned capes and I'm fucking out of my shell. I'm back. Amped. Yeah, yeah. That, Amped. that got you going. Oh, yeah. Uh, Welcome back. I feel like we're in a Seinfeld episode talking about capes uh, again. Uh, so, so, Pia. Yes. Uh, WA's first certified female Cicerone. Mm-hmm. Girl plus beer, top mm-hmm. five for 2016. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, go to blogs for, for beer news. What else? What in your spare time? What else can you squeeze in there? What What do you do oh, for a job now? Oh, Gosh. okay. Uh, um, well, I work for Nail Brewing, so I'm the sales marketing human, which basically means I just don't make beer. Yep. That's probably the shortcut way you of, do everything of doing anything, that. Any, sales marketing post, human. Yeah. <laughs> anything post production? Would that be you? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So everyone can be rest assured, I don't have any influence over the liquid inside in terms of brewing it. I try to have some ideas, um, but yeah. yeah, everyone can be rest assured that John Stallard, who makes amazing beer, is making amazing beer and oh, he yeah. does not need my input. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, ever since you came on board, what, three, four years ago? Uh, two, and a, two and a half. Two and a half. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's blown yeah. past. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ever since you've come on board, uh, the Cairns introduction, yep. the total market rebranding of, yeah, yep. of Nail. The introduction of VPA into the market, which yes. pretty much sent everyone in fucking circles. That's yeah. been amazing. Including the response me. to that has been absolutely incredible. Yeah. That is, that's brand building, really. You know, like, yeah. you know, Nail Ale was always John's baby. And then out of nowhere, this fucking absolute crushing beer yeah. has come out. <laughs> And it has become a staple in so many fridges here. Bars, like yeah. bottle shops, everywhere yeah. you go, you can well, it, see it. It spun me out. So the first time I encountered that beer, I was working at Maine, had it on the Growler Station, and I, I read it. You know, it was tapped when I wasn't there because I was just doing shifts while I was at uni. I'm like, very pale ale. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want a fucking very pale pale ale. That sounds yeah. really shit. <laughs> and then I was feeling a growl or somebody asked if they could have a taste. I'm like, yeah, I should probably taste it too, I guess. <laughs> I had a taste. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 and I took a growl at home that night. I was like, this is fantastic. Yeah. So. Those Eldorado hops just climb out of the glass. Like I love a big hoppy beer that you open and just as you're pouring it, it all kind of like, like it all hits just you hits in the you. Face. Yeah, hits that's amazing. Like a wet flannel just sticks to you. Yeah. I was thinking more like, you know, when the, like when you see like cartoons and you've got like the, the wiggly waves yeah, the you know, coming up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. talking about smell lines. Yeah, you it's can like, see it. No, we're all on the wiggly line. Sorry, yeah, wiggly getting lines. hit in the wiggly face of the wet yeah. flannels, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, we get it. 
And I think the VPA was a good, like, I mean, we, we had the red and so people knew John could do hoppy beers because I think pre that John had a real reputation for doing malt-driven beers yeah. and Brendan was known for hop-driven beers, what with yeah. hop-hog and everything, uh, yeah. feral, if anyone isn't playing along at home. Um, and then I think the VPA just kind of solidified that as, okay, like, John is not just a malt brewer. He's... Oh, perfectly capable of churning out a great hoppy beer. <laughs> I, th- I think it definitely shot you guys up into the stratosphere a little bit. Mm. Um, in a lot of people's uh, rankings for, mm-hmm. for favourite breweries, the way they perceived it. Yeah. Um, because he was. He was crushing multi-beers. Um, yeah. Hugh Dunn, Clout, obviously. If you, oh, even your just the normal ale. stout, yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ones that got all the attention. Yeah, I mean, they had the golden... Oh, uh, things like Flaming Lamington were absolutely sensational single releases... Uh, and then, you know, out of nowhere, bang, VPA. And then mm. not long after, the super VPA, which everyone just shat their knickers over. Oh, that, we put like, I think almost every bottle shop I've gone into, like if they've put it on the growler system, it's gone in like three or four days. Yeah. It is well, nuts. Yeah. It's great. It's nuts, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Especially Good for, uh, what, it's above 9%. It's 9, yeah, 9. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Not, not the eight three that, that the we initially thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone loves an overshoot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then the addition of lemon and lime peel as well. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mate, this blows it into the absolute stratosphere, mate. See oh. that thing that we told you about with Lesky moving away. I do apologise. I move a fair bit. <laughs> I think I'm a bit of a put, fluid put your person. Arms, put your arms around it, and it doesn't then work that way. Because then I'll go. We kind of need. But to then you. T- oh, okay. Well, we that's. Or just that's, an elastic that, that's band. something that only <laughs> only we got to see. Or, <laughs> or like one of the coaches' mics from the NFL. Just oh, you're not like yeah, you, you cool. need the you need like a stick that goes over his head with the microphone attached, and then that way, like his own little boom, his yep. own little boom. Oh, yeah, like a lesky boom, <laughs> little boom, little, little boom, little finger, little boom. Um, <laughs> um, yes. can, so, can you tell us yes. what the transition was like from? Managing a caravan park in the southwest, <laughs> um, which was actually the first time I spoke to you. We had an online conversation about jumping the shark. Ah. I don't know if you remember it, but I do. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> wow, memories. Well, because you were like, oh, I love that beer. I'm like, I can trade you if you want, because that was back when I knew nothing about beer. Really. Oh, that's super nice. Yeah, that was one of my favourite beers super too. Nice. The original jumping the shark. Yeah, the, the 2013, the good one. That because it was just big and dumb. Absolutely. Correct. BDB. Yeah. I've well, got was one. sixteen percent or whatever. Cognac barrel aged truffle. I'm pretty sure I've got Russian one sitting at home. With I truffle? drank my last one like three months ago and it was amazing. I bought so many of those. Anyway, <laughs> side tracking. <laughs> How'd you twenty funnily enough, twenty sixteen was one of my favourite fucking beers, the rye Saffron. No No, the rye whiskey Oh, the rye with rye? Yeah, the rye whiskey barrel aged rye imperial stout. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so Dan Dayton somewhere has just fucking like <laughs> yeah, spoken out. to him in his dreams, and they're like, "Rye, oh, we have to use rye. Somebody needs to use rye." <laughs> That's the best impersonation of the night because it's so fucking accurate. I like seeing it in person too. This yeah, is yeah. this is this is like me getting the live version, like oh. driving in my car. It's I mean, it's it's still it's, great. It's good, but, but it's this just is good. this is this is this oh. is the live version. Yeah. It's awesome. Look, that's it's taken awesome. about a day's worth of energy out of me right yeah. there. <laughs> it's been a hot day. Yeah. It's been a hot day. <laughs> oh, I think I've just had too many beers. <laughs> anyway, so what's what's the transition like from managing a, a caravan park to, you know, sales and marketing for one of the best breweries in you know, uh, well definitely I, WA, but maybe I actually Australia. went to Coke first. 
after that. Yeah, I went to Coke after that. Awesome. So because living down south, um, there are not a lot of rep jobs going around. No. Um, most people send people down from Perth kind of every quarter or something like that. So, um, yeah, the caravan park didn't quite work out. Um, and then, yeah, um, fun employed for a little while. Uh, worked Clancy's Dunsborough for a summer. <laughs> Sounds we, so good. Sick go venue. Fun employed is sensational yeah oh it was it was great um and then uh so jane and danielle who are managing clancy's dunsborough i knew them from uh when i was working for little creatures sort of a few years earlier and they ran clancy's in frio so down having lunch and they realized i was unemployed and went well if you're if you're keen and this must have been like october or something um and i kind of went oh yeah very funny and then went hmm, actually bank accounts looking a little dry yeah. maybe i need to take them up on that so spend a summer just no responsibility back doing hospital it was good fun like clancy's is such a great venue it's a good team and great team yeah they? great yep. beers yep. and mm. i got to see a very drunk tim rogers uh that was hilarious he played <laughs> yeah, a show amazing. and just, it was like a thursday or wednesday night or something i don't know what happened but people just didn't show so what? he ended up getting shit faced um and we taught him how to pour a beer um, and then uh, at one point he was like, he ha- had his arm over my shoulder showing me the tattoo of, I think, a wombat on his hand, which is that he got for his girlfriend, I think. And he might have closed off his show by getting his guitar, turning it kind of upside down so that he, the strings hit his head, just going, Clancy's, Clancy's, and hitting the guitar <laughs> on his head. So a very, very drunk Tim Rogers. It was, it, it was gold. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It was gold. It was wow. so good. So that was, yes, yeah, so that was Clancy's. And then, yeah, got a job working for Coca-Cola um, where I basically went around to petrol stations and uh, bakeries and stuff like that. Um, so it wasn't the good gig with all the whiskey. Oh, uh, damn. No, it was not. That took, that took a little longer. That took a little longer. Yeah. So I moved back up to Perth. Coke were actually really great in moving me up to, per- up to Perth. There was no role for me, but they found things for me to do. That's so fantastic. I covered people's territories when they're on holiday. Because you think of how many reps they've got on the road. Yeah. They almost need three reps just to cover reps who are on holiday across their entire kind of rep workforce. So mm. I did that. They were really Huge. good about that. And then, um, yeah, got into the booze side of things and got my hands on some... Nice whiskey and bourbon and stuff, and I, I do I do have a, a bottle of um, single batch Knob Creek ah. that I was probably supposed to give back when I'd oh resigned. But <laughs> I was about to say, if you have a bottle of Habiki 17 at home, I'm following you. No, I, I was not high <laughs> enough on the food chain for that one, unfortunately. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I went over to, to Nail, so it was interesting going from massive corporation to... to John. (laughs) (laughs) Like one human, yeah. Ultimately, though, going from such a big corporation with such structure, being able to go into a company like this, you would have been like a really, really welcome person to come on in, be able to go, guys, this is how something like this runs. How's about we try and implement some of that sort of stuff in a company like this? Yeah, definitely. I think the word, you know, it's similar when people say something like about big beer being bad. Uh, and I don't agree with that because it's not it's not as cut and dry. It's almost the same thing with corporate. Like, not everything about corporate is bad. There's reasons why corporates do things the way that they do. And that's because it's good practice, whether that's, you know, even just OH&S, you know, uh, working down south for them uh, the Thursday before Good Friday, they would just say, take the day off. Like, it's not part of... Like, you know, you're not going to be penalised or anything. It's not coming out of your sick day or your annual leave. We just do not want you on the roads the day before Good Friday. It's far too yeah. dangerous. Wow. Just go home. You know, so there's that commitment to OH&S that is that you, well, I personally have not found in in 
a lot of other small businesses. Um, so it was it it was really good, as you're saying, Leslie, to kind of come over with that sort of uh, that sort that stru- of knowledge. That yeah, yeah, yeah. And you sort of I got a little bit of a creatures wise as well. They were relatively big when I was with them in sort of 08, 09. So that was yeah. back when creatures was owned by like 24% by Lion. Um, so you can kind of it gives you an opportunity to pick and choose and find things that work really well find things that you're like okay that's not quite relevant to us because we're not quite that big and then yeah as you say try and implement it in a smaller team um, and get that off the ground and make a make a difference awesome Mm. yeah so what's what is next for nail i guess that's the question we all we all want to know is there much of a plan coming up the, John's always wanted a brew pub. Like that's been, you know, a lot of people have asked me that because they think it's come up just because of the feral Coca-Cola uh, situation. Yeah. Um, but it's actually something he's always wanted for a long time. I think what this uh, new scenario does is just puts that on a bit of a time frame, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. So we've the the we've just moved out of our office because um, we're we're brewing there. So all of that stayed the same. But we needed to move out of the office because they needed the space, and we needed to move out of the storage. So we've put all our um, be a cold stored um, with a third party. Yep. And we only just sort of finalised that a couple of weeks ago. So I think now that that's done and John took a bit of a break sort of post, post-Christmas. post So, you know, went away with the kids and, and did awesome. all that sort of stuff, yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. I think, much needed. Yep. Um, and now that he's back, I think we can sort of settle in and really put in a plan for, for something. So if anyone listening has got a shy <laughs> couple of mil yeah, yeah. and wants or to open a, a brew pub meters. with John yeah, yeah. Stallwood, um, <laughs> get in touch and I'll give you his number. So, um, yeah, so it's really all open at the moment. Awesome. Um, but we, we'd love to find a home to call our own. And, you know, it's great when people go down south and they, they get to visit, you know, Eagle Bay and soak up all that atmosphere and every other brewery sort of down there. So it'd be great yeah. to be able to give that experience. You know, now drinkers have been waiting for this for, for 17 17 years yeah so well, yeah. and it, it's such a powerful tool in in being able to get people to identify with your brand and fall in love with your brand mm. to be able to have that experience yeah um and as you said so many of those breweries down south are such beautiful locations yeah well we've been around for we've been we'll be um 18 18 this year and there's still some people who have not heard of us you know, yeah. I do some events and I yeah. always ask at the start and there's always a handful and you go, wow, this is – it shows you the power of a brew pub and what, yeah, that, yeah. Can, what that can do for you. It's well, and, and that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think it's, it's incredible how much um, now has risen, yeah. whether that's in terms of, of market awareness or, or the growth you guys have had or just how much the beer nerds love some of the beers that you're doing. Mm. Yeah. To be able to do that without any physical location is, is quite phenomenal, really. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you haven't actually read the story of Nail, it's definitely worth a hunt down because yes. it yeah. is just a true story of sheer determination and will to see where Nail Brewery is right now. Absolutely. So, you know, like it's it's always it's always a hats off to, to John and the gang. Um, but yeah, do what you can to go out and have a look at that. I mean, like, there's a huge, uh, huge amount of credit that needs to be placed onto you and where you guys are currently exactly. sat in the marketplace. Like, Thank you. You know, there, there was uh, reps before you and they, they were doing a, a good job, but I think you've just taken now to an absolute fucking next level. And I've dealt with you on, on both sides of the, of the coin and, and you've done an absolutely terrific job for them. And I don't think... Um, I think more people should know like how much that peer pointing has done for nail in, in general. I think you've done a terrific job for him. Thank you. That's very nice of you to say. It's um, you know, it, it it's one thing to like I I enjoyed my time at Coke. Don't get me wrong, but there, you know, it's it's hard to get passionate about the new the new Sprite. Um, for me. Yeah, yeah. 
But for, you know... Please don't talk about fizzy lifting drink. (laughs) On my hand, Sprite (laughs) is the king of fizzy. And I would actually get quite excited if there was something to do with a new Sprite. Obviously... If they were going to come out with us, how did I pick the a one? No sugar yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. As soon as you said it, his eyes lit up. Yeah. <laughs> what about so it's like capes and sprite? Yeah. Okay. Do you Look, remember like wow, new you, Coke? Uh, I'm going to get you an amazing Coke birthday sucks. present. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Look. Seriously, would best. you want a brown sprite? No, God no. Bob that do sounds that. like it's like clear Pepsi. Really bad metaphor. Like back in the early '90s, there was clear Pepsi, and where's that now? Nowhere. Because oh, that's all right. shit. That's right. So yeah. Like yeah, new coke is generally used in the, when I my degrees in advertising and marketing, which I'm obviously not using a whole lot. Um, but yeah, new coke is one of those examples that pops up as prime just, example. Yeah, yeah, of what can go really wrong. <laughs> yeah, but no, thank you, Tim. That's really really lovely. Um, but yeah, like it's 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 easy to be passionate about a brand that is got such a reputation uh, behind it that produces amazing beers and has done so much for the industry, I think, as well. You know, a lot of people don't realise how much John, I guess, has done maybe behind the scenes and helping yeah, set up Perth World Beer Show, yeah. um, all the awards and everything like that, mm. and helping to establish Wobber. <coughs> and, you know, people will call John and he's more than happy to give them the time of day to help them, you know, whether it's their opening a brewery or... And it, and it goes the other way as well. You know, we had our keg cleaner um, out of out of action for a couple of days last year. And so, you know, we called the guys at Gage and went, yeah, cool, no worries. So we sent all the kegs up to Gage and they cleaned them all and, you know, away we go from there. So it's it's the camaraderie of this industry and John is very much a part of that. Absolutely. It's something, it's something when you're on the other side of the coin, you don't get to see any of that sort of thing. Yeah. So as a, you know, before I was in the industry as a consumer, you know, I didn't realise how how close everyone actually really worked together in the industry. You know, whether or not, you know, you guys are all competitors it's it really is just amazing to see that you know you have that spirit of someone needs some help we're right there with them and it is awesome to see especially given that the market is so fucking competitive mm. um yeah it's good to see well uh, it's if if more people drink craft beer in general or if more people drink local beer in general everyone benefits like the number of times i've someone's gone oh you know i've got a space in the fridge coming up or ask me if we do a lager i'm like no no ma'am i'm sorry we don't but Kiers and I just write a list of names and phone numbers. So, apologies, boys. I've given your number out to a whole bunch of people you don't know. Um, but you just write, write that list out and I go, cool, there you go. Like, call these people. Yeah, They'll be able to help to you out. To. Yeah. Let's because do this. it benefits everyone in the long run. You Absolutely. know, that's we're all working together to, to get people to think about their beer the same way they think about their wine. And that means, you know, that means diversity and that means mm. I'm getting passionate. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> we love, love that. I we love, love that. Speaking of competitive, mm. um, when the fuck are you going to be releasing WA's third beer podcast? <laughs> so for those that don't know, uh, P.O.'s Ooh. teamed up with our good friend, Stephen Blaine. Hey, Blaney. Hey, Blaney. Hey. Hi. Hey, um, co-host. And the guys are releasing Good Beer Project. Tell us about it. Yeah, so... Um, we we this idea has been a long time coming, um, and like all good ideas, you go, yay, that sounds great, we should do it. And there may have been a few beers involved, and then time goes by, and it's been like a year. So we were going to release something. We we're going to start doing it towards the end of last year, but of course, I was studying for Cicerone. Blaney was hosting the Cicerone uh, study session, so it became glaringly apparent that that wasn't going to happen. And as you guys know, as you edge towards December, you just start to let go of things Nothing and accept happens. that it's not going to happen yet. Yep. No, you just grin and, and scream through your teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So... Can you? <laughs> can you? I, I, 
man, you're going to make me do this. Yeah. It's going to max out. Please. Yeah. <laughs> that was not what I was <laughs> It's funny because it's so restrained, I think, as well. Like, I yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, like a little restrained Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Um, uh, so, yeah, so that's, but we recorded all this great material sort of towards the end of last year, sort of October, November. Um, and the, the idea for the podcast is going to be, or is, that we kind of take a topic every episode, um, but we grab three or four different opinions on that particular topic. So it's not particularly time dependent. You know, we sort of don't cover, you know, news and that sort of stuff because uh, we figure, you know, why compete with whoever's doing it really well. So that's or the format. Really poorly, but yeah. that's, that's okay. <laughs> so that, that's the format we went with. And so given that, you know, we, we've got all this material, we can, we can release it, you know, soon. So we're hoping to put something out in the next month or two. Yeah. Um, but of course we had to re-record all of our intros and conclusions because they were definitely time right. orientated because we were like, oh, you know, we're recording at the Perth Craft Beer Festival, which was August. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we sat down one Saturday a couple of weeks ago and just re-recorded um, all the intros, Brutal. all the conclusions. Um, there's one episode we're not quite happy with, uh, episode two, so we're actually going to fill that in with, with something else, um, but we can't bump everything up because we've already said, hey, welcome to episode three. Yes. So yeah. when we release, we'll release with basically four episodes straight off the bat. Awesome. Um, so people can Just you know, sit there and binge, binge if they, if they really want to do, wow. do that yes. to themselves. Oh, I will because I'll be in the car all day and I'll just be like, yep, one. Yeah, yep, <laughs> just, just line them yeah. up. Oh, um, and then we we're going to aim for a fortnightly release after that. So, awesome. yeah, weekly feels a little bit too. Way too much. Too binding. It's, it's yeah. just too oh, hard man. to do. Everyone's so fucking busy. It's yeah, and we live 50 minutes apart. So, yeah. you know, it's. Whoa. Yeah. Really? <laughs> where the <Shit>. fuck does. <laughs> I, I'm in the hill. Living. Actually, I probably shouldn't give away where we all yeah. live, should I? Yeah. <laughs> so, Steve What's lives. Exact address. <laughs> yeah. We actually did it with somebody else's. <laughs> Address and I had to edit that out. Yep. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, boy. <laughs> Sorry, Joel. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, I remember. I remember hearing that, and I'm like, "Oh, are they gonna?" Oh. <laughs> and then it was like, <laughs> because I edited it and yeah, didn't have yep. a lot to work with. I thought yep. there was a "Yeah, boy" put over the top of that. Uh, no, no, that, that was, was my that email was, address. Yeah. So if you have any issues, please email, email them address. to <laughs> Brendan. At yeah, boy. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> So there's. In fairness, yep. they're pretty easy to guess. Like first name Absolutely. at where yeah. you work. Yeah. So for instance, it might be Adam at. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Send me emails. There's going to be. So I want. Many I want all points. of your dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. Just, just ask lots of questions and um, anything to do with Brett or wild fermentation. I think would be great. Um, anything. Oh, all homebrewers should probably. Most get definitely. In touch. If you yeah. if you love homebrewing and want to know how to get into the beer industry. Um, definitely email Adam. Speak to oh. our man, Adam Lesk. If anybody wants to know how to get into the beer industry, <laughs> speak to that was funny. Tim. Oh, is it Tim or do they just call you Gunslinger at... Yeah, I don't think he's got to say that. ambiguous. Um, this whole section is giving away. It is. Every now and again, it seems like you're, you're just breaking. <laughs> <sighs> Brendan's going to do so much editing now. No, we're not. So nah, much it's going to be that's just going live. Yeah, boy. Yeah, so the, the, yeah, the downside of the time. podcast that Blaine and I will do is that there's so much editing. And I don't know anything about audio, so that's been fun learning about that. I've watched so many unboxing videos on YouTube. Did you guys watch a whole bunch of unboxing? No. We no. To, um, when you did your equipment and stuff? No, I rang Brendan and we are like, what should we do? How's about a podcast? And then two days later, these guys bought pod, pod, like podcasting equipment. And that yeah. was it. It was really quick. Um, look, 
I went through a, a big like raving kind of stage when I was younger and I <laughs> thought I was a fully sick music producer. I definitely wasn't. So Can I had I, some audio kind of background. And when I say some, I mean, I know the names of programs. And way that's probably more than about us. the extent. You way However, have, yeah, that's way more than what these do. Do you yeah, have yeah. like music files that you've actually made? No, I've gone through so many Can computers. we listen to them? Oh, I'll try. man. Ha, no, did I don't you think I've got access to any of them. Yeah, yeah. A pirated version of Fruity Loops? Absolutely. I wasn't paying for that when oh, I was fucking That's man. not a serial? I want to <laughs> hear this. No. It was really trash. Um, but yeah, so I went through and learnt all the audio, but there's been a lot of late nights, so I don't I don't envy you guys having to edit stuff down into a fully produced oh, no, show style of show. We're stupid because the, the end result isn't even gonna seem fully produced. It's just a lot of a lot of cuts. <laughs> um, but that's okay. That's the that's the the path we've we've sown. I think it's still be. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Like this. Yeah, but the good, content is going to be some good chat. Shit hot. Yeah, but now my now my free range egg thing is 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 out here first and oh. I did that. Oh, oh, have you got that? oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we You've we got we back along. We 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 started. We thought, oh, we'll do a quick, maybe like a four minute um, intro episode to just explain why it's been quite late and some things might seem a bit you know, sort of dated like where we recorded. Um, so that was supposed to be four minutes. Um, 40 minutes later, we were talking about the definition of craft beer. So yeah, things got a little, <laughs> a yeah. little, a little derailed. Uh, um, but yeah, hopefully releasing soon, the Good Beer Project. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to look out for it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going yeah. anywhere near us. And I think that wraps us up. That's easy. Um, it. PR, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> oh, you're getting hey, an You're getting an applause. Aww, People don't you. normally get that. No. I know, I know. No, but we, we are healthy. So you realise when I hear it again next time, I'll be in my car being sad. So you have to think about that for every well, Just don't additional. start applauding while you're driving because that could or, be dangerous. No, just oh, start at the beginning. In. Start at the beginning. We'll be like, thank you very much, Pia. And we've given you an applause. You start there, then just go back to the start and start again. Fair yeah, enough. That also Sounds works. good. No, thank you for having me. This has been good fun. This has been terrific having you guys. If you do like what we do, please hit us up on Beer sucks on Facebook, Instagram, or give us a like on SoundCloud. Rate us five stars because we're fucking sick. And also iTunes. Apparently, that's important. We don't actually know why, but other podcasts say it. So yeah, exactly. and they focus just on iTunes. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. So guys, yeah. do that because it must be important. How we do you metadata? How do you metadata? <laughs> I don't know, I don't but know. apparently, if you if you add the code R O G A N, you get ten percent off on some things. Oh, Squarespace. <laughs> um. Oh, and the, the 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 post one. So you don't have to go to the post office yeah, in America. Yeah, Stamps.com. Uh, stamps. Oh, stamps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Me undies. Me undies. Well, the the, session, so soft. No the session have the uh, <laughs> the sex toy one. Um, Adamandeve.com. I know that. <laughs> Don't well, get that us was, started. That was super quick. <laughs> and how much is a percentage off? <sighs> no, it's you know uh, that. You, you get, know that. I actually, get, I actually don't. You okay. get a certain amount of free stuff, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With free postage and oh. four free adult DVDs. <laughs> uh, I said that is, way too fast. If you think you're too you, much, you were old, very quick. Like uh, that was jeopardy quick. Yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> what is adventing.com? Yeah. <laughs> what is ten free DVDs? Yeah. Well, there you go. If you think your one-year-old podcast is dated, imagine trying to sell adult DVDs in this market. <laughs> so, good yeah. point. Yep, yeah, good point. Do please uh, look. Keep a lookout for our. Current running competition until February 1st. Oh, yeah. that looks fantastic. Yeah, two cases, not one, but two cases of the Rocky now Ridge gone. and Dayton Peach Invasion IPA, as well as a case of the IPA 
And everybody's favorite, Doctor Weedy. Doctor Weedy's God. You know, you know those stories of people that like win the lottery, and then all these people come out of the woodwork and, and try and get it off stuff. them. I kind of have that image of whoever takes this, those two, just the Peach Invasion, yeah. and tries to walk down like to the car with them. They're yeah. not going to get three meters before they get tackled. No, it'll be, like, it'll be like Denzel. You're going to need a protective detail. Yeah, yeah. Like you're going to need. You guys should all get the suits on and kind of get your security. Yeah. Security guard on, like high rollers yeah, out of the casino, yeah, and escort them Fuck to their yeah. car. Yeah. Fuck that! I don't know, it's every look. man for himself. I'll be, probably be one of those <laughs> guys yeah. tackling him. No, all we need to do is make sure Brendan's driving them to wherever he needs to go, and just get someone to cut him off beforehand because. The anger that will just seep out of him, no one's going to go fucking near it. Which is, in fairness, when you're on the road five days a week, it is... It builds up. Very dangerous. Seriously, the best part of my day is hearing him call someone a dickhead over the phone. (laughs) It just makes me happy. basically every time we talk and I'm in the car, so... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's it, guys. Once again, thanks for listening. Uh, We'll see you next time. All right, see you guys. Peace.